What's good with it? This is Mike Sarge, and the MTMV Sports Song of the Week is my song, Energy. You can listen to it now on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and all other digital platforms. Man, y'all have a blessed day. Salutes to that. So you didn't kneel during the anthem, but you also didn't wear a Black Lives Matter shirt. Uh, do you believe that Black Lives Matter? Absolutely. I believe that Black Lives Matter. Um, a, lot, a lot went into my decision, and, and, and part of it is first off, um, it, it's, it's my thought that you know kneeling or wearing a Black Lives Matter T-shirt um, don't go hand in hand with supporting Black Lives. And so um, I felt like just me personally, um, what it is that I believe in, standing on a stance that um, I do believe that Black Lives Matter, but I, I just felt like it was the decision that I had to make, and, and, and I, I didn't um, you know feel like. Putting, putting that shirt on and, and kneeling uh, went hand in hand with um, supporting Black Lives. And that it, it made me support Black Lives or not. I believe that uh, for myself, my, my, my life has been supported uh, through the gospel of Jesus Christ and, and that everyone is made in the image of God and that we all fall short of God's glory. And that uh, you know each and every one of us, each and every day do things that we shouldn't do. We say things that we shouldn't say. Uh, we hate and we, we dislike people that we shouldn't hate and dislike. Sometimes it gets into a point where we point fingers about whose evil is worse. And, and sometimes it comes down to simply whose evil is, is most visible. So um, I felt like I wanted to just take a stand on. I feel like we all make mistakes, but I think the, the gospel of Jesus Christ is that there's grace for us and that Jesus came and died for our sins. And that if we all will come to an understanding of that and understand that God wants to have a relationship with us, um, that we can get past skin color, we can get past all the things in our world that are messed up, jacked up. Um, I think when you look around, racism isn't the only thing that, that, that plagues our society, um, that plagues our nation, that plagues our world. And I feel like, you know, coming together on that message that we want to get past not only racism, but everything that that, 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 that plagues us as a society, I feel like the answer to it is, is the gospel. Yeah. Answer that. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, am I able to follow up with a quick one? Yes, please do. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so, Jonathan, I, I, I'm asking this with all sincerity. I just want to really understand your reasoning for that. Can you just explain further what you feel like religion has to do with kneeling for the anthem to protest against racism and police brutality, the correlation between those two? Well, I mean, honest, honestly, I don't, I don't really see it as religion for myself. Um, I see it as a relationship with, with God. Um, Son and God for our sins. I feel like not only I, I don't I don't think that you know kneeling or um, putting on a T-shirt for me personally is the answer. I feel like um, for me, Black lives are supported through the gospel. All lives are supported through the gospel. That we all, like I said, have things that that that, that we do wrong, and um, sometimes it gets into a place of pointing fingers about which wrong is worse and, and who's wrong is sin. So. Like the Bible tells us that we're all we all fall short of glory of the we all fall short of God's glory, and that at the end of the day, you know, whoever will humble themselves and, and seek God and repent of their sins, that, that that we could see it in a different light, see our mistakes, see people's mistakes in a different light, or see people's evil in a different light, and that it would help bring us closer together and get past skin color, and get past anything that you know that's on the surface and doesn't really deal with the hearts of men and women. Daddy let me loose, they gotta move Bishop with the burner baby, I got the juice They hating on my team, cause 
like Biz, who are you, boy? Get your name up. Try to hold me down, but you know me now. Look at God, I done came up. They were looking for the sauce, I was cooking for the boss. Now I'm A1. Try to keep us out the game, we gon' make it. Ooh. Chosen greatness, chosen for greatness. Let's <laughs> Alright, let's get it. What's going on, family? This is your boy Miles Austin here with Hard in the Paint Podcast here on MTMV Sports. What's going on? Look, we're gonna jump right into it, man. We got a lot going on. The NBA is back, and I I am excited. I am jumping for joy. I am just uh over the moon. People still say that, right? Over the moon about what the NBA is doing right now. Adam Silver, the commissioner, uh, kneeling at the anthem, Black Lives Matter on the court, T-shirts. The NBA is back, man. The NBA is back with a vengeance. What they're doing in the NBA bubble right now is absolutely amazing. What I love to see is being able to uh, go behind the scenes. Uh, If if you don't know, I'm a big Lakers fan. If you you follow podcasts at all, you should know that I am a gigantic Lakers fan. Uh, and one of the one of our centers, JaVel McGee, is giving us a uh, a day in the life uh, kind of. He's doing a vlog, um, and it's life in the bubble. It's life, uh, you know, waking up every day, testing every day, uh, taking personal tests on your cell phones uh, in your room before you leave, before you're allowed to leave, um, and kind of shoot that information down. It takes your your temperature, your oxygen levels. I mean, they're going above and beyond to make this bubble thing work, and we have seen things. Um, like in the like in the major leagues in the Florida Marlins, we're having 15 plus people test positive for the virus. There's no bubble. They're flying these teams around the country, um, and it, it's kind of putting these players at risk. We're seeing what with, uh, with sports coming back without a proper plan in place. Uh, what's that looking like? When the NBA had a plan, uh, and the Major League Baseball didn't have a plan, and you're seeing the implications of that. So, I am excited. Uh, for the basketball to be back. Um, teams are playing. They're playing well. Obviously, they're knocking the rust off. Some teams are looking great. Other teams aren't looking so great. Um, however, this is what we expected, man. The, the play-ins, the just the, the, we had the play-in games, uh, just the exhibition games, and now we're starting the eight-game the eight game season games uh, for the seeding games. So I am uh, I'm excited to see it, man. You know, and when you look at what the NBA is able to bring to the table, you're seeing these teams that uh, – you know, I honestly, honestly can say that it is everything is up in the air. Like, obviously, the Lakers are leading the, in the Western Conference, and the Bucks are leading in the Eastern Conference. But you think about te- in the Western Conference, you think about the Clippers, you think about uh, the Nuggets, you think about the Rockets and their small ball formation, and in the East, you think about the Celtics, you think about the defending champion Toronto Raptors. A lot of people counted them out when Kawhi left. A lot of people counted them out when Kawhi left. And uh, including myself, I, I wouldn't say I counted them out. I didn't think they would be uh, as good as they are. Through uh, 65 games or through, through how many games they played before uh, we went into the, the, the COVID-19 and we canceled the season, they had the same record they had the year before with Kawhi on the team. And imagine, remember, I think Kawhi missed 20-plus uh, games last season um, for load management. And whatever that looks like, whatever that means uh, to the average NBA fan or the, the avid NBA fan out there, we, we, we kind of can, can see the writing on the wall. But the team has been playing great. The chemistry is great. Uh, Pascal Siakam has absolutely tore it up, man. Um, I'm excited to see what the season is going to come out with. I'm excited to see... Uh, what we're really going to do now. One of the big things that are coming out now in the NBA is uh, uh, 
the Magic Center or Magic one, one of the Magic's big men, Jonathan Isaac, standing for the anthem. There's included other people like Rick Popovich and Becky Hammond of the of the San Antonio Spurs. So, um, if if I had to put an opinion to it, now, obviously the good thing about the NBA and the commissioner uh, Adam Silver is that. Um, they're allowing the players to make their own decisions. They're allowing the players to, if you want to take a knee, take a knee. If you don't want to take a knee, uh, don't take a knee. I think what was surprising about Jonathan Isaac and his stance to take, uh, to stand up during the anthem and not wear a uh, Black Lives Matter t-shirt as a, as a, as a black man in America, um, he, it's going to come with scrutiny. I think it's going to come with um, the average fan really uh, well, well, why is he standing? Why is everybody kneeling with Black Lives Matter t-shirts on? Now, he is probably saying that he doesn't believe that uh, the Black Lives Matter t-shirt or kneeling for the anthem uh, goes hand-in-hand with supporting Black Lives. Now, I am i don't know if I understand his logic, right? So he, he became an ordained minister earlier this year uh, in March. And really trying to understand his decision behind that. He mentioned his faith in the interview uh, after uh, his stand, when he, when he was standing for the anthem. Um, he asked a lot of questions. He mentioned he mentioned his faith uh, a lot in the interview. He mentioned uh, supporting Black lives and just in the way that he believes that he should be doing it. Now, I am all for whatever decision you make as a Black man, as a white man, as a brown man, whatever you want to do, standing, not standing, as long as you support the movement. If you believe in that, then we're, we're in a good place. And so hats off to Jonathan Isaac. For me, um, you know, making that decision for yourself and standing by that decision uh, he did come out and say, yes, Black Lives Do Matter. He supports the movement. He just believed that wearing the T-shirt and uh, kneeling for the anthem wasn't the way that he wanted to do it. So I support that. He's been supported by his team and the Magic organization, as well as the players who have seen that and reached out to him and saying that, look, we support you. Um, however you want to support the movement, um, that's what we believe that you should do. We believe that uh, you should take that step and kind of um, – uh, be your own person, be your own man, whatever you believe in, whatever you support, whatever you uh, want to push for, do that. I think um, I think the overall message of what Jonathan Isaac was trying to do was not to um, not to uh, railroad anything that was happening with the NBA was doing. He supports um, the T-shirts. He supports the, 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 the writing on the court. He supports Black Lives Matter. Right. Um, but I, it was it was different. I was I was uh, anxious to hear what he had to say. I wanted to hear his explanation on uh, why he stood. Uh, you know, let, uh, unfortunately, I don't have my boy Connie Westside on here today uh, to, to go back and forth. I'm sure he has some type of opinion, but we will get that to you um, on the next episode of Hard in the Paint. So I am excited about that, man. The Lakers are looking good. The Clippers are looking good. We have, we beat them in that first game. Uh, they were missing their some of their one of their, uh, their scores, Lou Williams, as well as Montrez Harrell, who hasn't got back with the team yet. Uh, Lou Williams is out serving a uh, 10-day uh, quarantine, which I think he was in day three. I think when the, when the Lakers Lakers played the Clippers, so I'm expecting them to be come back with full force, man. I think if anybody had a uh, question for the number one seed or the question for who's going to be in the NBA Finals. Uh, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the Clippers. It's gonna be the Clippers and it's gonna be the Lakers. I, I mean, I see these other teams, Houston Rockets and the small ball, Denver Nuggets and what they're doing. Um, but for me, I, I really don't see anybody else coming out of the West besides somebody in Los Angeles. Now, obviously, I'm hoping that it's gonna be the Lakers. I think playoff Braun is 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 going to be uh, 
uh, a force to be reckoned with as always. And I think AD is going to step up. I think, you know, Steve, I think Stephen A or uh, Max Keller were talking about this week about AD being uh, one of the keys to uh, the, the Lakers getting to the NBA Finals. And I believe that, it, I believe that to be true. I think uh, anybody who is trying to guard him, I don't think, that, I don't think there's anybody in the league that can guard Anthony Davis. I think when you look at um, the swingman for the Clippers in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, uh, they have they're, they're one of the best uh, two-way players in the game, if not top, the both of them top five being uh, two-way players. So they're able to throw that at LeBron to be able to slow him down a little bit. Now they're going to stop him. He's, he can give you 30 when he feels like it. However, they're going to slow him down a little bit. Anthony Davis is going to be the X factor. Um, obviously, we're looking at those supporting casts uh, when you talk about Contavious Caldwell-Pope, uh, Alex Caruso, uh, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, uh, Quinn Quick, depending on what those players look like and what they can bring to the table, Kyle Kuzma being another one to be able to, uh, to be that third scorer. I really believe that we have a chance of doing this now, but the Clippers are deeper. Don't get it twisted. The Clippers are deeper. I will say that. I was, uh, Look, I'm okay with saying that. They are deeper. However, uh, LeBron and AD, when they're able to put it together, I think it's going to be a hard team. I think the I think the series goes six or seven games, and we're going to see the the Battle of LA be something absolutely amazing. Um, if we take it to the Eastern Conference, Giannis Antetokounmpo is on a whole another level. We understand that. I think the Boston Celtics have a chance. I think the Milwaukee Bucks have a chance, and I can't count out the defending champs, Toronto Raptors, uh, and coming out of the East. Um, at the beginning of the season, I believed it to be Philadelphia. I believe Philly was going to get it together, but their 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 road record is bananas. It is that it is trash, and I think after this season, when they lose in the we're in the fifth, fourth, or fifth seed, I'll probably say the first round, maybe five. If they play four or five, if they play a team like the Raptors or the Miami Heat or something like that, I think they can lose in the first round. I think once they lose in the first round, Brett Brad is out, and they might blow up this team depending on who they pick to move forward in Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. Um, if it's me, if it's me, um, I'm moving forward with Ben Simmons. Um, Joel Embiid is an absolute talent, um, but he is he's injury prone. you got to think about the long, long-term long effects of somebody who's seven foot, who can, who's a three-level scorer and does as much as he does. He has a lot of injuries, and he's been playing well over the past couple of years, but Ben Simmons is the guy you got to build around. Uh, you take you take Ben, I think he has a similar Braun kind of mentality in the way that he plays basketball. Uh, um, he's an assist-first type of guard. He's a 6'7", six, 6'8", six, 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 or 6'9", point guard who can drip, who can, he can catch you off the dribble and finish at the rim. Obviously, we have to work on the shooting, but I think if you're choosing between the two, you got to pick Ben Simmons over Joel Embiid to build a team around and moving forward. So we're going to see how that plays out. I believe it to be to be Philly and Philadelphia, but it just they just haven't been able to put it together, especially on the road. Um, Milwaukee Bucks obviously is an easy choice because of Giannis and what that team is doing. They have a great coach in Mike Budenholzer and uh, Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez. Everybody that brings uh, you know th- that that fire to the table. I do believe that Boston may be the most complete team. I think in the Eastern Conference, when you think about coaching, you think about having a go-to player in Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown can give you thirty. Obviously, he did that uh, earlier this week. He's able to do things. Um, that, that team needs. And I think when you, when you put a Kimba Walker into that system, replacing Kyrie Irving, I think that's exactly what they needed. And Kimba Walker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, I think that's a good nucleus uh, to build around and may be able to get you out of the East. Now, Giannis is going to uh, be a monster. 
Don't get it. He's going to be a monster. Um, but I think we're going to see how, how how it happens. If he if he can become complete, which is just adding shooting, if he can add a 15 to 20 foot jumper and a hit a consistent three, you know, we don't need, we don't need, you know, great numbers, 35, 40%. You can give us 28, 30% hit three, you know, three of 10, uh, two of five. You know, if you kind of get in that range, two of six, you gotta get in that range of being able to shoot that. So you have to respect that. And, and it opens up the game for the rest of your players. So I think Giannis is uh, uh, probably gonna win MVP. I think, I think LeBron, James should win it, but with number one team in the East and what he's doing on a nightly basis, he's probably going to win back-to-back MVPs. Um, but that back-to-back MVPs mean nothing. They don't make it to the NBA Finals or at least play for uh, Larry O'Brien Trophy. Like, you have you have to get to the Finals and, and winning back-to-back MVPs. Um, you know, when Russell, when Russell won it, when James won it, uh, you know, they, they didn't make it. And I think that if Giannis continues to win it and do what he does in the Eastern Conference, he has to play in the NBA Finals. For that to be validated, uh, any, I think any NBA player, veteran or or uh, early player, is going to tell you that. Like back-to-back MVPs is amazing, but what you want is that trophy. You want that Finals champion, Finals MVP, and I think Giannis is capable of that. But I think whatever team comes out of the West is going to be a little too much for them to handle right now. Now, will Giannis be the face of the NBA? No question at all, right? No question at all. But I definitely think if he has to add just a few more things his game and honestly really just one which is a consistent jumper if he can add that I think he's gonna be absolutely unstoppable so um I'm still gonna hold on to my Lakers make it to the finals and winning uh to whatever team comes out of there, the Raptors the Celtics or uh the Bucks but I definitely think um it's gonna be good and don't, don't it just feel good to have the NBA back don't it just feel good man I love it I love seeing getting the notifications on my phone I love Seeing the, uh, the the highlights on in the morning when you watch ESPN and Sports Center, really, that's just absolutely awesome to me. It's a great feeling, and I cannot wait to see how the rest of the season is going to play out. Look, come back, check us out. We're going to have more episodes dropping. This is Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin here on the MTMV Sports Network. Follow us on everything MTMV Sports, Instagram, Twitter. We want to talk to y'all, man. Anything, anything you disagree with in this episode, come holler at me. I would love to talk basketball with anybody who was willing to do it. Hit me on Twitter. I am Miles Austin. Instagram. I am Miles Austin. Let's talk basketball again, man. This is hard in the paint. NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body him like Shaq or finesse him like Hakeem Madrid, you're going to get the hard truth. Yo, check us out, man. Hard in the paint. NBA is back. Woo! What's going on, family? This is your boy, DJ Preach, the founder of The Life Show Radio. And I see that you're doing great things right now by keeping it locked here on the MTMV Sports Podcast. Y'all better be talking about the Carolina Panthers. Let's go!